And welcome back to the Come As You Are podcast. It is I, Talia, here with my friends, uh, Kylie. I almost forgot how to say your name. That's crazy. And um, Irvin. Why do you always do this? <laughs> what do I do? I am Irvin Easy. <laughs> to the end of time. I'm sorry. Irvin Easy. That is my slave name that the slave oh masters forced upon me, aka my mother and father. <laughs> okay. The, is Damn. there? Okay. <laughs> Does your name have like an origin place though? The way it's spelled? Yes, it comes from the magical land of HIV. Oh my god! Besides there, like, the, the, or that's just some, his mama just made that shit up. Uh, no, it means something. It probably means the greatest ever. Okay. If I had to guess. <laughs> if I had to guess, it probably <laughs> Well, we're back. <laughs> and my, my apologies to both y'all. I feel like I should just let y'all introduce y'all I mean, we usually do, you I, know. Let's try it again. <laughs> no, no, no. You know. I think that time period is more progressed. I'm tired. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, and I'm black, y'all. If I'm going to... I'm, I'm Robert Griffin the third. I want to be Zendaya. Yep. Did you see her lip sync battle? Yes, absolutely. Tyrone and uh, Bruno. Tyrone and Bruno. She's so fucking dope. Yeah, I was watching their snap the other day, and they were singing old-ass music, and security came in like, hold up. (laughs) She was like, my security was like, this is song. (laughs) What you you little rascals know about this? She all snapped him. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) coming in just to see what was going on. But they were having a jam session in there in terms of just vocals, though. <laughs> it looked kind of dope. I was like, I want to go. I'm like, fuck you. I don't even know you at all. But can I just sit there and be a fly on the wall? Am I too old to say shit like that? Are you too young? Is the age gap that real? I don't know. I don't care. I'll still be a fly on the wall. You could be inspired by young people. They could give you energy. They can all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in the chance to rapper earlier, and it made me not fall asleep on the bus. Because I was going to fall asleep on the bus. <laughs> it was going to happen. Standing up, even. It was about to happen. You gotta be fuck tired standing up or sleep standing up on a bus. Man. Yeah. Last couple of days, I got, huh, five hours of sleep total. Total? Yeah. Mm. Which is actually pretty solid nah. at this point. <laughs> at this point, like in your life. <laughs> I got more than that, but nah. I've been dragging ass for like the past three, four days. What, 10 hours, man? Damn, that's not good. You motherfuckers need to figure it out. I haven't had adequate amounts of sleep. I've been going to bed. I've been going to bed. You know what I mean? I got so much fucking life in front of me. I can only sleep three or four hours a day. This, that's the way working overnights kind of work for me anyway. Because nobody's like, nigga, it's sunny. Yeah. I'm <laughs> probably really fucking up for real. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Yeah. Look that come from. Oh, yeah. It came from asthma. I was just telling some of my coworkers. Yeah, I was looking at this picture of asthma the other day. They're like, a picture? I'm a like, picture. fuck yeah. Oh, man. And I was looking at this picture and it said, this is what it looked like when it's normal. This is what asthma make that shit look like mm-hmm. and this is the muscle surrounding that shit and it looked mm-hmm. like a twizzler being unraveled and then it looked and then they say and here's the mucus by the way and i'm like yeah all that shit that's that's that makes fucking sense because that's what exactly the fuck it feels like it's like ridges like a knuckle just just because the muscles are so just strained mm-hmm. around that shit i'm like okay at least i can at least see what it looks like to be fucked up on the inside and the, the mucus that's sticky shit it makes everything harder. Absolutely. So when you're having like an attack, it's like this extra mucus. It's fucked up. It's fuck shit. It's like uh, the 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 lungs. They're like constricting, and then at some point, like if you fucking die from it, then the lungs just shut down. They just stop. It's a fucking lung disease. It's fucked up. It's fucked up that your body thinks that it's trying to like help itself. Yeah, Miss yeah. my way, can. 
Oh man. That was very depressing. Like uh, yeah, R.I.P. to Big Black. Big Black and that bothered me yesterday. Like I didn't know. Like he's like one of the first celebrities that I feel like I watched his entire career. And so like, and I just I liked him. I really liked him as a person. Like, you know, just what you saw of him, like, what his character was on the show, and what just the way he was. I really liked his energy. I liked just, like, the, his willingness to kick it with this white boy skateboarder dude, you know, and do all this right. crazy shit. Right. And, like, be on cereal boxes and do all... And just the way he just appeared one day and was like, I got a baby. Like, nigga, <laughs> that wasn't the most like, big black thing to do. <laughs> just appear with a child, you know? I really want to watch... You know, the, like the those first episodes of the Robin Hood. I woke up and he what? was actually the I first. Said Robin Big. Robin Big. Robin Black. Robin Black. That sounds like a porn name, Robin Black. <laughs> <laughs> I used to fuck with that show though. Me too. That. No, that show was pretty cool. Man, I was so sad. Like, I actually was legit. And I was like, yo, all these celebrities that passed away. It didn't really mean shit to me like that, you know? I didn't have that connection with them. So I was like, it's unfortunate. It's always unfortunate, especially when someone dies like that young, you know? Um, But, like, when he passed, it kind of hit me yesterday. And I saw all the stuff on Facebook people were posting. I was like, I got to get the fuck off Facebook. And then the homie want to hit me up on Messenger with shit. And I'm just like, man, y'all got to leave me the fuck alone. First of all, I had no sleep. Second of all, one of my big black brothers died. And that's that that that's sad to me. And he left his fucking nine year old daughter behind Ooh. that we got to see on TV. And she's nine already. Yeah, that's what I Damn. said. Yeah, he's like, Fuck. That show came on long. Time, <laughs> it really <though>. did. <laughs> like, I think it said oh six to oh eight or something like that. Long so, time yeah, ago. it makes sense. Yeah. But his, his, I see, I woke up to, and I saw him on the TV. It was kind of weird. Like it was a commercial or something. I thought they were playing like the episodes. My TV was on like MTV two. For some reason, randomly, because I swear it was on BET when I went to sleep last night. Autumn channels is the same. But, uh, they are the same, but they're literally different. If I thought I went to sleep on BET don't and be woke up and it was on MTV. <laughs> they're trying to, don't be, don't let them distract you tell you, you were telling us a story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was the first, the first, vo- the first voice, the first, like, thing I saw this morning. And it made me think, like, damn, it is crazy. He gone. And it's it's interesting how much how differently people impact you like when they do die. So. R.I.P. the big boy. Yeah, I remember hearing uh, an interview where Rob was talking about when they had a falling out, and he wouldn't obviously get it. It was before you know Big died and everything, but. He was. He wouldn't get into too many details, but there apparently were days where they were on set, or you know, filming something, and they did something funny. They'd laugh, and then they would look at each other and just walk away, like we're not cool enough to laugh together. <laughs> but it was cool that they were able to fix that though, well before he passed. Yeah, yeah. But man. Well, last week. What, what about last week? Was a struggle. Seemed like for all y'all. Has this week been any better for anybody? Every day of life is a struggle when you're black. Ooh. I was just telling one of the homies. I said, you keep talking about happiness, and I feel like we mean the same thing. But when you're black, that's never the goal or what you're trying to do. Because, I don't know, maybe, I said, you just it just doesn't seem, like, the definition of happiness is just different. Like, there's, like, all these different, like, you know, caveats, different shit that you got to work around when you're black in order to be whatever form of happy that... I said, but wait, I get what you're saying. And I feel like what I'm saying is the same thing, but I just wouldn't use that word because I don't know how to be, as a black man, happy the way that you're saying. So what was he saying? Do what's best for you, man. You got to be happy. Make, you know, don't, don't jeopardize your happiness. Fuck them kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. Don't jeopardize your happiness. Yeah. Do what's best. For and I'm you. like, bro, like, cause I mean, that's saying that would imply that my default is happiness. When my default is not having any true form of a past that doesn't have to do with a white man doing something to some people. <laughs> you know, like. My default 
was, I don't know, very unpleasant. So where is this happiness that I'm not supposed to jeopardize? <laughs> like, so there's other words that maybe I would I mean, use. the statement is real, though. Do it, the best I mean, for if you. it applies to you, absolutely. But yes, that part of the statement, to do what's best for you, absolutely. But that was that's what I'm saying, just the happiness line. Is the one where I'm like, ah, maybe I'm nitpicking, but I can't. Don't jeopardize your happiness. What happiness, nigga? Like, <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? Right. <laughs> but yeah. Conversations be real. Hmm. We know, because that's what we do here every week. Every week. On the Come As You Are podcast. Well, today, uh, someone's yeah. knocking my door. And I was like, who is it? <laughs> and they didn't say nothing. And I was like, who is it? She's lying. She didn't say it like that, I'm sure. That's never how she, uh, it's like, who is it? She's because like, Medea, when you knock on that's, the door. First of all, that's not how I sound. <laughs> but like, people don't just randomly knock on your door unless. They're soliciting, you know, they're fucking Jehovah's Witnesses or like, if you don't know that they're coming, people don't just pop up at my house. So who is it? Like, if I don't know that you're on the way, like, really, who are you? And they found he finally was like, oh, I'm the yard man. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna open the door because our grass needs to be cut. Mm -mm -mm. It's a goddamn jungle outside and it really needs to be situated. So I was like, okay, so I'll answer the door and, uh. He was like, oh, I could cut your grass. I'm like, for how much? And he was like, let me go take a look around. Like, okay. So we ended up coming to an agreement about, like, him cutting the grass. And so after he cuts the grass, he says, uh, I come out to look. You know, it's like this Hispanic man. And uh, I come out to look at the grass. And for some reason, he says to me, "Uh, you know, my grandchildren are (laughs) African-American. He okay. just lost your tip. I was, I was just like, right this is exactly why we can't be happy. You see what I'm talking about? See, it all tied together. I was like, okay, but that's nice. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you expect for me to say. Your but old ass out here cutting grass. That's nice. People. He said, oh, they're from Hawaii. You know, like, uh, like Barack. Barack. <laughs> Literally what he said. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's nice. Like, I said, oh, okay, that's nice. Like, literally, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. And I don't know what them being Hawaiian has to do with them being black. Like, maybe I don't know the history of Hawaiian people. But he was like, they're Hawaiian. He said they're black. But they're Hawaiian like that. Like, they were ethnically. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm ignorant on what that means. Yeah, I don't, clearly, remember, but... I don't think we used that. I don't think we ever used that audio. But I was having, we were having a conversation about uh, Dwayne Johnson and Serena Williams seem to have a baby. So because what's scarier than a Samoan like or a Polynesian African person? But he is mixed though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Right. and and I was I was like he's like look at the damage he does, look at the damage she does too. But like just put together like someone who's that and someone who's that, and then you have like the greatest human alive, and you can like start a super race. But I don't think we we actually had a really long discussion about that. But I don't think it actually made it to one of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. What is this? Right, I don't remember. I don't, well, no, I definitely, I don't remember exactly yeah, what it was. I but I was like, I, no, I think it was that day when we got really, really, really high. And well, I, that was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that day. Because <laughs> only, only, that's the only time I can think of thinking of something that stupid. <laughs> I just had to. And thinking it was an amazing idea. Like, come on, think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> trying to get somebody to see the way you see it with your stupid ass. <laughs> but okay, so that was my first yes. problem with dude, right? Was well, actually, no, you knocking on the door and not saying who the fuck right. is. So I have multiple problems. You knocking on my door and not saying who you are. Then he quoted us the price, and I was, we had discussed before when he went back. I was like, okay, I don't want to pay more than this. He came back and was like, more than this. So I was like, nah, you know, if you could go for this, then that's cool. And he was like, all right. And then, first, so my, so he wanted to charge me more than I was willing to pay. He decided, okay, we'll go for this number. I'm like, okay. 
then the African-American comment thing. And then when I came out there, you know how you can sense about somebody that they're like full of shit? Mm-hmm. He seemed like just so much full of shit mm-hmm. that it just bothered my soul. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, he's like, okay. So I'm looking and I'm like, okay, well, what about like this area over here? What about that area over there? You know, is can you cut that part? He was like, <coughs> oh, you know, I can't cut it because I just went through like three lawnmowers because over there on that part, you know, there'd be rocks and sticks and stuff and I don't have a weed whacker and he was like, that's not a part of the grass. <coughs> All right. Fuck it. I've done that part. There are sticks. There is, you know, rocks or whatever. That's cool. But I was in the house like deliberating about like, should I give him a tip before he even, like I had a problem because I, I have, I am, I'm not that great of a negotiator for one. So I'm learning. But I also feel bad because our grass was hella fucking tall. And so it's like, it takes a lot of effort to cut grass that's that tall, especially <sighs> if you don't have a weed whacker. So I'm going back and forth like, should I just give him what he asked for with a tip, you know? Right. Or should I just give him, you know, what we what we agreed upon? With the tip and the tip will make it what he asked for. <laughs> right. So I'm like, maybe, it's, maybe the tip will be what he, what he you know, I, maybe that's what I'll do. And so I had decided that's what I was going to do. But then when I went outside and realized he was full of shit, I took a couple of dollars back. <laughs> but then it made me think about, like, how do people decide, like, when they're going to tip, how much they're going to tip, if they are going to tip? Like, do you guys tip? All the time. I tip. My minimum is 15%. 15% yeah. is the minimum? Yeah. Okay. Well, unless you just don't deserve shit. Then I have no problem not tipping. Oh, I smooth like the day I just was like I heard terrible shit about Applebee's. Oh my god, I'll never go there I've again. I only heard terrible Applebee's shit about shit. Applebee's, Dang and shit. I hadn't been in so long. I was like, let me get my own personal experience. Mm. So <laughs> packed up Baby Boo and the little one, <laughs> and we went, and it was the worst fucking experience of my entire life from the beginning to the end. My and god. I made sure I wrote a big fat ass zero on that tip thing. It looked every motherfucker in their eye, and I said, "Do you want to know what the fuck happens when I come to your establishment and I get poor service?" You just made the list. So Applebee's is on the list right at the top of shit places I don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. We used to go to Applebee's during their happy hour because the drinks and then, you know, the food was just inexpensive. And so you're young and you want to be out and feel like I didn't spend all my little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Applebee's <clears throat> is no longer no, a place that never. I go. Absolute trash. I give zero fucks about anybody that works at Applebee's that's listening to this. You work at Trash. Trash. Or Oscar the Grouch. Yes, I agree. So get out of that situation. I have faith in you as an individual. You as an Applebee employee and suck my dick from the back. Wait, all of them? <laughs> or just the ones that you encountered that day? Like, you don't feel like there's a one Applebee's employee out there that's something? Wait, all the, the, wait, all the people at the Trump rally? Like, yes, nigga, all the people at the fucking Trump rally. I am somebody. Okay. <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> Who told you to work at that fuck-ass establishment? This establishment is trash. back that. Yes, and you worked there. Mm-hmm. You were Oscar the fucking guy. You sound like Oscar the Grouch. I am. Golly. <laughs> it was such bad service. It's, it mean, was I so under, shitty. And that was so much of my money. <sighs> my experience at Applebee's has never been like bad with the employees. It's always just been like the food and the all of that has not the has em- been terrible. Trash. Fucking trash. <laughs> we went there. Everything about it. Like, ooh, my girl had to calm me down like several fucking times. I almost jumped over the little one and grabbed somebody. Ooh, you jeopardizing children for <laughs> That's deep. how much trash they were. That's what it I'm saying. Deep. It was a team effort to fuck shit. Wow. I was like, mmm. That's all I could do, just make grumpy noises. Man. <laughs> like a crotchety old man. That's me, though. Crotchety old easy. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> My week has been not as fuck shit. I'm but glad. I mean, it's been a consistent shit, but you know. But I sold my car. That's one no. big thing. I know, it's the end of an era. I had that car for like shit. Five, six, seven mm. round their years. I mean, it did. It, it gave you some life. Hey, it was good. It It suited me well. 
And they got to see so much of the world before I went to. Yeah, sure they did. I've been all over. I drove every the fuck where. Oh, and that car served me well. But, um, mm, the damages. Because. So I just sold it. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, I sold that. Bought a bed. Because your girl been sleeping on an air mattress for like a year now. Yeah, I'm clap. <clears throat> Shout out to those who knows how real it is. God damn, that bed was expensive. I know Man. all of that struggle. Buying a bed is crazy. Nigga. I know all of that me struggle. Me and oh, me and my boyfriend, we went to every fucking. We went to a mattress firm, nigga. We went to Macy's Furniture, nigga. We went to Clearance Macy's Furniture. We went to fucking uh, shit. Name a store. We went to Big Lots. We went fucking you know in Tequila. There's a bunch of furniture stores, and they Hell went yeah. all up and down. And it's that like all going out of business whenever you go. Right. <laughs> going out of business, so nigga, I never right. sleep before. Right. Holiday <laughs> sale. No money that. No. Mm. But they was all. Mm-mm. And we finally, I was going to get this bed, but it didn't feel right. And I was like, fuck. So we was about to go home, and I was like, yeah. So we was in Ikea. Got a bed from Ikea. So I'm happy about that. Was not happy I had to put the bed together. Man. <laughs> but I like building shit, so I didn't mind as opposed to what time I finished. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. But um, that was cool. I got a bed. And yeah. So that's kind of, that's that's a big thing for me after a year on an air mattress. No, for real. That's a big I, thing for me. Yeah. I remember that was very similar to when I moved out <laughs> and I had my, I got my bed from, I got the mattress from that place on Rainier. Mm-hmm. And then I got like the frame and shit from Ikea. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, mm-hmm. late at fucking night is the best time to put together a bed frame. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. We, we were like drinking beer all night. But we <laughs> it's, it's lit. I'm not even gonna lie. If you have somebody yeah. with you and you got the it right was, accoutrement, it was, no, it was. It wasn't bad. It like I wasn't worked. alone. I'm glad he bought. It was, he had the idea to bring the beers, and then I was like, let's put on some music. Let's make this a thing. It really said that nigga will bring beer to anything. He would be bringing beer. He'll bring beer to a funeral. <laughs> like, I thought you'd be sad, so I brought you some beer. He was a total wine, and his mind was blown. He never been in there? This motherfucker. He said he'd been in there once, but a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But his mind was like... But they have everything in there. They have yeah, everything. Like, for real. You can test wines and, yep. like... Because earlier everything. that week, we went to BevMo. I was going to say, like, I know you went to BevMo. Mm-hmm. You went to BevMo all the time. Yeah. And then we went to Total Wine um, later that weekend. And he was like, fuck. Like, BevMo is, is like a, just like a like a fancier liquor store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Total Literally. Wine is like an experience. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. is. Yeah, like, for real. It really is. Nigga, we was in every aisle for hella. Oh, my Just friend, looking at shit. That's where I got that white whiskey from. <laughs> that's actually. Nigga, I, I saw from. so many things to buy for our um, Friday's turn up sessions. Like, for real. Yeah. Like, I want to try this. That's nice. Did you guys try anything while you were in there? Mm. Did they have any beer on tap or anything? No. I don't think so. <laughs> time, I feel like every time I go over there, I'm in a rush. And it's probably true. Because the one I be going to is the one that's over there by the mall. So I'm probably going to like to see a movie. Mm. And I'm trying to find something mm. to bring into the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta hurry up. Oh man. Because yeah. um the rental we I was about to return the car and the rental place was like, yo, we'll let you have the car for like another day for like ten bucks if you just take it because we ain't got no more space on our lot. And I was like, Well shit, cool. Damn. So we we mobbed out to, to Piala. Damn. Yeah, that was a drive, but it was a beautiful drive. Holy fuck. This isn't Cali. Yeah, Piala's is nice. Fuck, it's so beautiful. Or the drive out to Piala's is nice. It was oh. beautiful. So it was that. Fuck, it was worth it. I don't know what's in Piala, but. <laughs> Racism, meth, unfair. <laughs> 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 Ten dollars, you know, for an extra day. Right, and right. Renting a car for days, yeah. little, is way more than ten damn dollars. 
And we just did a lot of furniture shopping this weekend because when we was out there, we shopped for pillows. Pillows. You really pillows. establishing like your. It's like what, your bed and like pi- pillows. It's like I'm really here. Like I really, this is my spot. I'm really committed to this <laughs> setup, this situation. Like I feel like your bed really just affirms you. Like it is. It was the last thing I needed in my, in my spot. Like I'm set. Like there's nothing that I'm 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 needing, but the car now. But mm-hmm. you know, in your inside of your home. Inside of my home is complete. There we go. My home is complete. That's oh, dope. That Listen is... to that. My home is complete. My home is complete. I love that. That's dope. I think my bed's too big though. But <clears throat> like for the space. Yeah. Look, it was turned one way, then we turned it the other way, and I'm trying to tell him, I'm going to tell him tonight, like, I think we need to turn it this way, because it makes, because I want as much space as possible in this room, and I feel like the way it is now, it's not that much space, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Okay, all right. Well, and then we went to this uh the we 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 saw the fight and we went to this place called Twin Peaks, and that's what I found out. It's like fucking Hooters, cause oh all the titties. I guess Twin it's called Twin Peaks. <laughs> no, I didn't know it looked such like a wholesome like a, just an innocent ass restaurant. No, nigga, all I saw was titties as soon as I walked in the door. I said, "Is this Hooters?" Has I'm he ever like, been there before? Apparently not. Oh, okay. So he says. So he says. <laughs> nigga, nigga. I never even heard of that place, so I, I actually believe him. I never heard of that place. Because I feel like he would have invited me there. I know that there was a place we used to go to. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't that place. <laughs> it, was, it was in Tequila. Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely no. know. Because no. I'm like, we used to have to go all the way up to Auburn. I can't remember what the fuck that place was called. But we'd have to catch the, like, the 180 or some shit to get over there. But I think they stopped showing fights or something, and that's why he stopped going over there. Mm. So how was the fight, though? Man, I told these niggas. Wait, the fight itself. Mm. It wasn't. Mm. I actually fell asleep. I was tired, and I had to work that night. Mm-mm. Like, I was like, ah, I'm falling asleep. Like, I think it was like round 10. I said, my guy won, I'm going to sleep. I just know, like, nothing's going to happen where he's going to lose, so Mm-mm. I'm just going to go to sleep. I don't, I've never been attracted to a redhead, but Canelo... Uh, 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 you see that? I I've seen them, but I don't remember what the nigga looked like. <laughs> I try to tell these motherfuckers all the time. I haven't been wrong in hella. Like, they always come at me. I'm like, look, I don't care how much more you've watched than me, how much more you've done to me. Don't doubt my nigga. <laughs> Cut it the fuck out. I called Canelo before the start fight started, so I feel good about my choice. I saw that on Snap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying Canelo. Well, I was drunkenly yelling Canelo on the night before. <laughs> Canelo, you bitch ass niggas, fuck y'all. Not <laughs> even Mexican. Do it for one time for the town. <laughs> Welcome to Canelliville, bitch. <laughs> hey. Ooh, I like that. Canelli. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey. So, um, I guess for me. Um, I just been working like crazy, even mm-hmm. though my boss tells me stop because he'll get in trouble because I have a part time job and I'm working full time hours. <laughs> I knew this week was going to be fuck shit when my Monday, which was Saturday night going into Sunday, I worked nine hours. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this week's going to be fun. Oh, shit. Nine hour Monday. Fuck yeah. Mm. <clears throat> That's that asthma. <laughs> Just like, okay. And so I've been working, I think today was the least amount of time I worked. And that was like still seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> like Tell seven. me not to work these hours, but if I work the hours, nigga, you gonna pay me what right. you owe me. I was getting into it. Oh man, I wanted to slap the shit out of this one dude. But I just calmed down because it's not that deep. And it wasn't even because of, uh, it wasn't even because of what he did. It was because he was like the straw, you know? Mm. It was like the shit was, my shit was fucked up. Me and him aren't really cool. He is a position above me and I hate working with him because we just, our views are fundamentally different on how things should be run. So it's like, I can respect you professionally 
And that's cool, you know. If you need some, me to do something, I do let it be known that when you ask me to do something, it is a suggestion. <laughs> you know, like, I don't have to do that shit. Damn. But, but most of the time, yeah. I'll do it. Even if it's reluctantly, I'll still do it. Because I still feel like I should do whatever needs to be done. And I'm like, he has a vision that's different than I do. So in order for his way to work, I should at least assist it. So I can, I'd rather be like, well, I did what he said to do than being like, nah, I said, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Like when, at the end of the day, when they say, what the fuck happened here? Mm. I'd rather at least say I did what he wanted, you know? <laughs> so I, I just usually do. Um, but, you know, I had an issue where people got moved around and I was left in an area by myself that usually has two or three people there, but it was just one me. Mm. So I was on the radio asking I saw it was starting to calm down everywhere else, and I was like, yo, if someone can spare a hand, uh, that would be nice if you can send someone to my section. And so, dude comes over, and I'm thinking, oh shit, he's actually gonna... Because I was trying to actually be nice to him earlier in the day, and I, was, I, I thought, maybe we could start over. Maybe just... We had, we did have one really big incident, and maybe we can just be not not cool or friends, but at least civil, you know? And like kind of professional with each other, you know? So I thought he was coming over because I, earlier I had, he, he was showing me some shit on his phone. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, man. I hope that works out for you. I was actually being mad positive with this dude, which is something I never do. You know, I used to say, oh, that's interesting. Fuck you. Like, you know, it's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but today I was actually trying to be cool. And so I thought he was going to come over and not help me. I wouldn't expect him to help me, but tell me, hey, hang in there. I'm going to send you somebody or give us a sec or something. But he comes over, and I have shit in my hand, and he's, like, yelling my name, which is Irv. Irv, I'm like, what's up? And he just starts clapping. And I'm like, what's up? And he's just like, you said you needed a hand. It didn't click in my head, oh, you know? Like, it. initially, and I was like, what? He said, yeah, I heard you on the radio say you needed a hand. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, haha, good one, man. And then he just laughed and walked away. And then I thought about it after he left, and I'm like, I should have jumped over this warehouse and just. <laughs> and I was like, nah, 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 because it's it's not that deep, and it didn't bother me that he did that because it is a warehouse. I can take a joke, but just with all the fuck shit that was going on, so I just decided to be somebody different. So I started telling everybody that I, my name wasn't Irv and it was something else. I took my radio off and put it down somewhere, and I guess. Right when I put it down, they started trying to call for me. <laughs> and uh, at one point, my heart, my boss said something like, Irv, do you even still have a radio? Um, <laughs> um, somebody tell Irv, blotty, blotty, something, whatever. And I just started yelling in the warehouse, I don't got a radio, but I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was almost things where... <laughs> where uh, it's just one of those days where there was just a moment there. Like, we started off, it was a really good... I was having a really good day. Everything was moving, like, fluidly. And then, in the middle, all that fuck shit happened. And then that happened. And then we went to break, and then we came back. And the rest of the day was actually cool. Uh, one of my fellow ambassadors, Richard, um, he saw I wasn't having a really good day. And so, he was like, man, is there anything I can help you with, man? And so, he just came in my area, was helping me out. He gave me a bag of gummy bears. The moment he did that, he fucked up everybody else's day. Because I just started walking around eating gummy bears, Ooh. singing Can't Tell Me Nothing. <laughs> just walking around the, the gummy, just walking around with gummy bears. Uh, uh, I'm smacking and shit. Good-ass bear. They got blue bears now. You know? <laughs> so I'm just walking around, asking people about some gummy bears. And everybody's just laughing. So I just kind of took the role of kind of being like a class clown. But still getting shit done, you know? Like, I still was working and still moving. And, like, I, I realized today that me at a third of my speed is, like, twice as fast as a lot of people there, yeah. which is fuck shit, because I was walking around with a handful of gummy bears, just, like, shaking them and just popping them in one at a time and just scanning shit, boop, 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 walking away, cleaning whole areas up and then disappearing, Damn. talking shit, like, man, how did I come over here and... Y'all, there's all these motherfuckers. I done did all this shit and disappeared. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Because I'm trying to not be shit today, but I'm still more shit than you. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, I'm still more shit than you. <laughs> so that was very interesting. But I, oh, yeah, you know, 
the reason why I'm so happy I'm smiling and laughing right now is because it is my Friday. But I did get that guy back as well. I got him back. Like at the like later on in the night, like at the very end of the night, <laughs> uh, there was a driver that said that he had somebody. He basically had some stuff that didn't belong on his route, and um, my boss found out that it went to this route that was on the entire opposite side of the warehouse. Like it was a straight diagonal line, <laughs> and so. It was, I was over there and the guy that clapped at me was over there. And so he handed it to the guy that clapped and he said, Hey, you want to just give it to her? And I said, Nope. I just said it out loud. Nope, not a thing. I'm going. I'm out. And uh, I just started walking and the guy's like, Irv, hey, Irv. And I just kept saying, Nope. And we're like a warehouse, so I don't even know if he can hear me, but I'm like, Nope. And I was like, I don't think he can. So I said it really loud. Nope. <laughs> Irv, Irv, Nope. And I just, I took a left and I knew he had to go all the way to the other side of the warehouse. And then one of my coworkers came up to me and was like, Irv, he was just laughing. He said, what the fuck just happened, man? Dude just walked by saying, I know you heard me. Such a fucking asshole. Why are you always an asshole? <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then I thought about it later because I'm so petty. I thought I should have went over there, watched him put it on the cart and clapped. But I didn't. And I'm mad at myself for not doing that. But I should have. <laughs> but I wasn't tripping because he had to walk his ass all the way around the entire fucking warehouse. Like weaving through so much fuck shit. Mm. He probably stepped on something. <laughs> Hope he did. Hope somebody almost hit him. Hope his heart murmured for a second. That's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like everything that happened this week was so deep. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost got hit by a car. Yeah, I hope so. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. so, You ain't shit. I need you to know that. Oh. I need the universe to inform you. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well... We were gonna talk about. Ooh, we're gonna talk. About. <laughs> no, we can still talk about this. It's actually that's a really good, you know, segue right there. Um, what was was it like relationships overall or toxic relationships in particular? What I guess we were gonna talk about toxic relationships. That's that's the one right but, there. That's the one we got in a work environment setting, though. I actually had a. It's uh, kind of interesting because I I had a question that before we even were gonna talk about relationships though about um dealing with like conflict at your job like if you are a like a manager or a supervisor mm-hmm. and you have an employee that feels like they can talk back or feels like they can do what they want to do and not what you're asking them to do like have you guys experienced that and then how do you how do you handle that situation every day of my work life i face that and what do you do I go to them. I tell them to their face the first time. Look, this is what the problem is. You know, Uh, (laughs) like I try, I try to like from like person to person, man to woman, or whatever you want to call it, man to man. I'm just gonna try to respect you like the way I would want to be respected, and I tell you, look, this is what the situation is. This is what the problem is. What is stopping you from being able to do X, Y, Z? Is there an issue? Is there something I can do to assist you, or something you don't know? What What's going on? A lot of times that works. Most times don't work. <laughs> so then, so what yeah, then I come back and be like, "Look, man, we had this conversation, okay? We've been I, like, we can't. This can't be a thing. Like, I'm gonna need you to tighten up, like for real, man. Like, not for me. Cause I don't give a fuck. You can't get my clothes out the vending machine. So I'm good. If you wanna keep fucking off, by all fucking means, do you? But I'm trying to help you, cause you can and will lose your employment at this facility. Mm-hmm. And I just don't give a fuck after that. You're done after. Cause I, what else is I, I look, I don't know. Like, I done told you. Uh, verbal. Yeah, like, you know. Ass, verbal warning. <laughs> clear as fucking day. And if you choose to go this way, then I know you don't want this job. Yeah, nigga. You do you, fam. You I'm out. Like, you know, like, I tried. What the fuck else are you going? I'm not yeah. going to stress myself. I, fuck no. Like, no, I got you know what I mean, motherfuckers? They put me in charge of on a daily, and they're all different ages, like races, nationalities. Has they, anybody tried to like say something slick though to you? Absolutely. Okay. All the time. Oh, you're actually working today, huh? <laughs> no, I mean like if you ask oh. them to do something, and or so let's see, let's say like 
you're trying to give them a criticism about what it is that they're doing. Or, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all the time. I feel like, well, well, such and such shit. isn't doing this. I'm like, well, yeah. And I tell them, well, let me know. I see you doing this shit, so I got to say something to you. And then I say, okay, how about this? And I just start yelling because it's a warehouse. Anybody that's doing this fuck shit, cut it out. I'm walking. You know? <laughs> so that's really me at work. Everybody thinks it's so funny because they know. <laughs> I mean, I ain't playing though. Like, I walk right. around, I fix this shit. Like, nah, nah, nah. I don't care who it is. There's so many old African ladies at my job. I always call them mama, whatever the fuck their name is. <laughs> like, you know, and then when they say, who, who fucked this up? Like, it was the aunties. That's what I call them. I call them the aunties. It was the aunties. They fucked that shit up. <laughs> you know, like no 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 Mama Samson you know cut that shit out like can't be doing this Mama Samson I love you but you gotta cut you gotta cut the fuck out like I love you but you fuck it up like come on like see you you know and I tell them this they like we don't we get no help I said cause you doing fuck shit. You don't I don't I wouldn't want help you either. Like I don't want to help you right now. Cause I how many times we gotta keep telling y'all Cut it out, and then when people come over and your ass ain't cutting it out, then they cut out because they don't want to deal with this shit. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I'm gonna do that shit tonight. I kind of ready. I'm kind of excited, kind of happy for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta find that place where you can deal with it in a happy way. Like, yeah, it's really, where it's not personal. It's not. It doesn't agitate your like spirit or soul <laughs> just to like see the person and have to address the situation. Right. No, no, there are people that I straight up know every day. This is going to be the problem, and it is stressful because, especially when it's a compound thing where it's like because they're doing this it's going to cause two or three other people to do fuck shit Mm -hmm. and so then I have to go talk to them before I even talk to the source like yo this motherfucker's not gonna listen to me I'm telling you that right now Uh, I'm sorry (laughs) I apologize I'm gonna do whatever I can to make sure that this is not a thing but um, unfortunately it's probably gonna be like this Mm. so just bear with me I'll work with you as much as I can I'll do this that and the third if you need something let me know Okay, I'm not going to go talk to them now. And then I'll go over and talk to them, and they'll see me talk to them. And then they're like, at least he's trying. So I actually do, I get a lot of respect at my job because they see me try. Like, at least if you try, you know? <laughs> but also, just I guess it's the way you talk to people as well. Because uh, one of my other coworkers, same position as me, people just, he rubs them the wrong way. Um, and he does a lot more coaching and telling people they're fucking up. I guess than actually explaining to them how they're fucking up, and he's and it's, it's like accountability. Nobody wants to. It's like when the only thing you say to me is, "This is what you fucked up. What's going on?" But I, cause I come in, I tell everybody, "Good morning. How's it going? How's your day?" Like I'm like a people person like that. So everybody's like, "Oh hey," and they're like happy to see me when I'm there. People they always tell me, "I'm glad you're here," cause I when you're not, I hate it. You know, I I think of them, I ask, because I do, I ask them, what can I do to make it this easier for you? Because if it's easy for you, at the end of the night, it's easier for me. Mm-hmm. So I always ask you them. You have a relationship. <laughs> exactly. So I, I built that with just about everybody that works there. So they know they can come to me. If I need, they need to pull me to the side, they can come to me. We can have a private conversation, right. you know, whatever. And it's a lot of people. So I guess that's another thing. It depends. Like if you're only dealing with three, four or five people. It's probably mad harder than dealing with like 30 motherfuckers, you know? So it's like if, because usually, um, you know, we split like 30 people between like two of us. So it's really like 15 that I have to continuously deal with all throughout the day. And I might have to go to the other side and deal with them occasionally. Mm. But for the most part, it's guaranteed 15. Usually at the end of the night, it's like everybody though. Because they're like, where does this go? Where does this go? And I'm like, yo, you did that yesterday. It goes to the same spot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, you know, most jobs, if you leave a job, they can replace you really quick. But I feel like it would take a second. Like, if they took all of us out, all the ambassadors at our position at my job, they took us out and tried to replace us with people underneath us. It would take a while because we have done a pretty solid job of establishing things there. But dealing with the unruly employees, especially the ones under you, it can be a bitch. A lot of times I feel like it's the humanity aspect of it. Like there's something, it's, it's probably usually something personal they're carrying over. Or maybe they just really ain't shit just in general. And so, like, you know, like, you have to, it's like you're just a shitty person, so now you're a shitty person that has a job. 
<laughs> so it's like, or if you think about it in relationships as well, right? yeah. yeah, you know, so it really depends on who they are, and that's why that's why I take the approach I take with the let me find out what's going on with you at work. What's your work persona? What's the issue that you're having? Because maybe if maybe you've said it to someone, you just didn't say it to the right person, you know, or they just get we're too busy, whatever it may be. Maybe that's what it is that's rubbing you the wrong way, right. and that's causing you to have this bad energy, you know. And so I'm like, if let me figure it out, and I will fix that shit now, cause I am a fixer. I like to fix shit. So let me figure it out, and I'll go talk to whoever I need to talk to, or I'll just do it my damn self. Like I don't give a fuck. I'd rather me get in trouble for doing something I shouldn't have done than you get in trouble because I told you to do some shit, you know. So let me go do it. <laughs> so that's me. Like I guess today, actually, coincidentally, my boss was like, "Who the fuck moved the sword over like two feet?" I'm like, I did. <laughs> He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, because I did it. He was just like, oh, I guess it's good. <laughs> right. Who did the shit? <laughs> I'm like, it made sense why I did it. Okay, dude, it's cool. And then he was like, yo, uh, try to tell him not to stack shit so high. I said, nah, that wasn't him. That would be, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn it, Herb. <laughs> yeah, what's up with you today? I'm like, oh, fuck shit. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I knew it should have been that high. I looked at it. I'm going to just leave it. Well, eventually it'll work itself out. <laughs> I'll be I thought I'd work it out before you came over, but you beat me too. <laughs> right. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I gotta blow my nose like 17 times right quick. Yo. <laughs> my whole everything's fucked right now. Oh my gosh. sinuses are oh. just like. Yeah. They're not. They're not being nice. Like I said, I almost died this morning. I swear to God. <laughs> I feel like I wanna have this conversation about toxic relationships, but that like we should do it on another time. Well, that's fun. If that could actually be a cool segment to have. Okay. And do not today. Well, you guys, um, you got a taste. <laughs> you know, we caught you guys up with what's been going on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. You know, that's that's breaking true. news. Yeah. Breaking to Kai news. We love y'all. We're here for y'all. Don't forget, you can always holla at us on social media. Um, at you know the acronym for Takai. T C A Y A P. I hope to God I said that correctly. <laughs> um. Our individually Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I'm Herb Easy everywhere, and I'm always here to please thee. I'm Madam McHoodie some places. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I'm on Twitter as Madam McHoodie. Maybe Instagram? I don't think. I changed it. Look, y'all find me. <laughs> Herb Easy, ask me anything. Talk to me. Holla at me. It's all good. I got the apps on my phone. Um, yeah, I have to say that, you know, um, try to, if you, and people, I'll say this one really quick thing about work environment. If you feel like when you go to work, you hate it, you dread it, it's a terrible place. You're kind of not helping because you're keeping that energy in your work environment. Yeah. So try to find something positive, even if it's something small. Like, I really like that clock on the wall. That's a nice clock. <laughs> and the second part of that though is to start making a plan for what the fuck you're gonna do to get the fuck up out of there. Because if definitely, if, if that, that if that has to be a thing, then it has to be a thing. If you can't stand being there, there's absolutely no reason for you to continue to be there besides a paycheck. And if you have it in you, I guess at any moment, I guess you should be just plotting like, mm-hmm. what am what's my next move? Because this clearly isn't. Yeah. This, this ain't it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, there, you know, there are times where it is just like I've looked back on certain jobs and I'd be like, man, I kind of missed that job. Maybe I did. I personally left prematurely. Certain jobs. There are certain jobs I'd, I'd left too late. You know, <laughs> I tried to hang in there. So you got to really somehow figure it out. Like, is it worth it? What's the end game? What's the end goal? At the end of the day, am I here to move up in the company or am I here? Does it help me as a human being, as a person that I am or what I want to become? Or is it just a check? Because if it's just a check and it's that much stress and drama, exactly. 
not fuck out of it. there. Not worth it. But if it's like something that you really like, but there's those days, find out what's going on on those days that, you know, it's fucked up and try to fix it. You know, like if you can, or, and it, a lot of times it just starts with just having positive energy around you. Mm-hmm. So bring that in. And hopefully if you leave it there, the people that come in, if you work a shift where someone comes in after you, they might pick up on that and just add to it. And then you come to work and there's all this positive energy. It's true. <laughs> so, it's like... I was a cashier where I did not like it for a while. I had a bad attitude going in. I decided I'm going to be fake as fuck with these customers and just be smiley and happy. And then eventually I was actually in a better mood. My fake smile and my fake like cheeriness became actual cheeriness. You know, you can't fake it though. Until you make it and you can influence other people to be more positive at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Like uh, the word that I created for this job is ambassadize because my position is ambassador. So whenever the vending machine doesn't work and we have to shake it or unplug it and plug it back in, Everyone, because everyone knows me so well. Or, or did you ambassadize the vending machine? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> anything. Like, I walk around, I help somebody. I'm like, let me come ambassadize your situation right quick. You know? <laughs> so that's just what I say and what you I do. Ambassadize your situation. <laughs> so, so that's what I've been telling people. Just ambassadize your life. Like, take control. Do what needs to be done. Get things done. Get things organized and situated. Don't If something's a problem, fix it. Don't let it sit here and continuously be a problem. Because mm-hmm. then when something unforeseen comes, it's one of those compound things. If you know that your dog is sick, Take care of that shit. You know? <laughs> I don't know why I decided to go there. I don't even know. What is Do dogs get sick? I don't know. Like, I, I can imagine they get some kind of sickness. You know? <laughs> but, like, if your dog gets kind of sick and then, like, you just kind of keep putting it off and then uh, uh, something else happens, like your car breaks down, you start saying, my car broke down, my dog is sick, you could have been fixed that dog shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's, like, well, it's always some shit where you just, it just compounds, but it's something you could have probably addressed. Right. So just try to, you know, keep that shit to a minimum. It'll help you at least keep a quarter smile on your face. You know? We're here for the quarter smile. smile. We appreciate y'all for being here. Hopefully you got more than a quarter smile. Ah. Until next time. All right, y'all.